Studenting encourages open dialogue between our participants. Opinions expressed in this episode are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of McGill University Student Services. This season was recorded in fall 2021. Public health guidelines may have changed since the time of recording. Studenting. Welcome to Studenting, your favorite podcast for all things McGill, hosted by students working in student services. I'm your host, Rosa. Each season, we dig into a facet of the student experience, talking with people across campus about life at McGill beyond the classroom. This season is all about community, finding it, building it, and helping it grow. This week, I'm joined by Emily Love, the Manager of International Student Development and Communications at International Student Services, and Aditi Single, a student who works in the Buddy Program at ISS, to talk about how international students can find friends, get involved, and establish roots at McGill. Hi, Aditi and Emily. Would you guys be able to introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your position and international student services. I could start. Uh, I'm Aditi. Um, I'm from India and I work uh, as a communications assistant at ISS. Um, I also study at McGill, so I'm studying psychology. My pronouns are she and her. And yeah, that's a bit about me, Emily. I'm Emily Love. I'm the manager of uh, student programming and communications at International Student Services since 2018. I use uh, she and her pronouns, and I did my undergrad and grad at McGill, and because I had so many international friends at the time, I ended up working abroad for about 11 years, and then I came back, and here I am. Would you be able to tell us about some resources or events that are offered through International Student Services and other ways that international students can navigate building a community on campus at McGill? Sure. So I'm going to start that. And then Aditi, if you want to add uh, more information, by all means. So uh, ISS, uh, we reach out to students the minute that they've accepted their offer to McGill. So we offer a series of pre-arrival webinars Um, They include Immigration Essentials. Uh, There's a Welcome to McGill and Montreal Life. Uh, We offer another webinar on accessing healthcare in Quebec. In the winter, we do a Winter 101 Introduction to Winter. And in the summer, we do a Canada 101 uh, webinar. And there's also a webinar for students who are bringing families. And then also once they've been accepted, in 2020 when the pandemic hit, Uh, we launched a uh, first friend program where we matched international students and Canadian students as well uh, based on their level and their program and their time zone with another new student. Um, This helped especially international students with issues like immigration, like in terms of visa offices being closed or biometrics, trying to get biometrics. Uh, So it certainly helped uh, students sort of find an initial partner, a friend uh, in their region potentially. Um, We also have the buddy program, which Aditi administers, uh, where we match new students with an upper year student prior to beginning the semester. Uh, And many of these new students go on to become buddy volunteers as well. 
And it's also a great way to grow your co-curricular record. And we've had buddies uh, being as little or as much as involved. We've had a a marriage. We've had a maid of honor at her best friend and former buddy's uh, wedding. Uh, And we also have an international student orientation uh, we, we've offered foodie walking bite-sized tours. Um, we're hoping to offer uh, some meet and greets again this winter and next fall and, uh, and some online programming as well. Aditi, do you have anything more to add? Yes, exactly. Just uh, adding on to what Emily said, uh, throughout the month of September, we did our bite-sized tours, um, our foodie walking tours, and they were a way basically to ease in uh, the transition to life at Montreal for people who were probably visiting uh, the city for the first time. I'd also like to add how ISS um, tries to reach out to international students. So we have our monthly newsletters going on, um, and especially our monthly newsletters for August and September and January, where um, we try to tell students what's going to come up in terms of classes beginning, in terms of immigration status related um, things, and also fun things to do in Montreal. So once they come here, they have a sense of what they can expect. Um, Also, we have our ISS social media programming. I'll um, specifically mention our Facebook programming, where we have um, days uh, where we promote events and programming that's going on um, inside the ISS and also at other places and organizations that can be relevant and important for international students. We have Immigration Tip Tuesdays. We have Wellness Wednesdays. We have Fun Fridays where we highlight some fun things, again, going around Montreal and uh, what people can do over the weekend. So these are also some things that we do. These sound like great programs, and it sounds like a lot of fun. And as a current student, I also feel like these are great ways to kind of get to know other people, get to know Montreal and Canada. So, Aditi, it was mentioned that you are an administrator of the BUDDY program. I was wondering um, if you were actually a participant of the BUDDY program or if you knew anyone who else was, like other students. And I was wondering what your experience with it was or if you knew of any experiences other students had and if it helped them kind of connect to the McGill community in a better sense. Sure. So yes, I was in fact a participant uh, of the Buddy program in my first year. I was a new student who was matched uh, with an upper year student. And that upper year student is one of my closest friends today. So I can say that uh, the Buddy program did help me in um, getting connected with other people on campus. We also have testimonies from students um, because we send out uh, like feedback surveys at the end of every semester to both um, our volunteers and uh, our new student participants in the program. So they can provide us feedback about the program and also their experience. So we've heard all sorts of positive things and also areas of improvement. And um, this is how I feel like the program can help students feeling connected to the McGill community, especially with our volunteers. Uh, What we do is we have a mandatory training, actually, where um, we go over um, the dynamics of intercultural communication and uh, various uh, on and off campus resources and making good referrals. So all these are really meant to equip the volunteers, our upper year volunteers, to provide the helping hand, uh, you know, to, to the new students in their first year and create safer space for them so that they feel more connected to the community. And uh, we have um, also four mandatory milestones um, that are designed in a way um, 
that, um, you know, sort of keep the buddies in touch with the new students throughout the semester. So for the um, past year, we've made it a bit flexible uh, in terms of like what kind of connect students can have. Uh, it could be virtual or in person, depending upon what's comfortable and what's allowed by the government regulations. So we, through the means of the program, um, we've been trying our best to have students um, reach out to us and also find community at the McGill campus. So you've already mentioned uh, how the Buddy program kind of gets students a segue into getting resources and referrals in McGill and out of the McGill campus area. I was wondering for both of you if you had any resources that could ease the transitions for students um, when they come to McGill, if you guys had any that you could think of right now. Um, that International Student Services offers? So as I mentioned at the beginning, the pre-arrival webinars are a nice uh, welcome, if you will, to McGill meeting immigration advisors. There's always an opportunity for the students to connect with each other at the end of the webinars, uh, which can be sometimes quite popular. And, and as I mentioned, the First Friend Program and the International Student Buddy Program, it, it's just a nice way before the semester starts to connect with other students and staff and to learn more about McGill before orientation even. And then again, we have um, welcome events uh, throughout orientation, specifically for international students. Uh, Aditi, do you have more to add? Yes, I think for sure. So as I mentioned, through our Facebook programming, especially, we do promote a lot of off-campus resources. For example, Je Choisis Montréal, um, the webinars um, and everything, their webinars and programming for uh, international students, um, also uh, Anglophone or English-speaking international students, non-Francophone international students in Montreal. So that's one thing that comes uh, right off the top of my head. Also, over the summer, uh, we, well, Aditi posted sort of like a tour of Montreal through our Instagram page. So uh, for students getting ready to come, it was a nice uh, Montreal experience uh, through pictures on, on Instagram. Yes, I discovered many uh, different nooks and corners of Montreal I didn't know through that project. So that was really nice. Oh, and if I can add another, uh, just to emphasize again, uh, in the pre-arrival webinars, the Immigration Essentials uh, workshop with our immigration advising team is hugely popular. We usually have 300 to 500 students that attend each of those webinars, um, or register, I should say. Uh, and what, what they go over is how to apply for the CAQ, how to apply for the study permit, uh, and all of the steps involved, because I find for a lot of students, the, the idea of immigration, it's novel, it's new, and it's daunting, even, you know, for McGill students, McGill professors, it's, it's a, uh, an intimidating process, but the advisors and the advising team here uh, make it accessible and understandable. Uh, and so we really encourage new admits to come to these webinars so that they don't feel overwhelmed uh, as they're preparing and planning to come to Montreal and Canada. So um, to Aditi, I have a question. As being an international student from India, I was wondering what your experience has been like attending McGill as an international student and what are some tips and tricks you have to other international students coming as a 
member of International Student Services to finding their community and building that community here on campus? Sure, yeah, that's a very meaty question. So uh, as an international student, I think um, from my personal experience, I don't want to speak for all international students, but uh, for me, um, I faced, I feel many concerns and like many challenges that other students may not even have to think about. So for example, like the obvious higher tuition fee or like lack of a family, immediate family doctor, um, the constant worry about maintaining the legal status in Canada and getting used to the healthcare system and other things, taxation, everything. So those are some very big general concerns that always occupy space in my mind. Um, another major challenge was coming here and getting used um, to the culture of academics, which is very different uh, from where I come. The teacher-student relationship and the dynamic um, was also very different. And I think especially uh, with regards to this teacher-student dynamic, we, um, Mikhail provided us during, uh, like in my first year when I came during the um, orientation, the grand orientations that we had, one of the programs um, covered this as to the difference between um, like the Asian teacher-student dynamic and the Western Asian student uh, dynamic. It was uh, very informative for me. So um, that's something. So that's just an example of how different things can be and uh, like major adaptations that are involved. Specifically with regards to McGill, I would say the key is try not to be overwhelmed despite how difficult it can get because it does get a lot easier. Like if I go back to my first year self, I would just say that don't fret too much. It's going to get easier. You're going to, you know, um, set the milestones and you're going to achieve all of those. And it's it gets easier once you start getting the hang of things and you realize all the resources that are there for you, sometimes even a call or even a click away. So my tip would be to have faith in yourself. Try to not um, things get the best of you. And just make this conscious effort to, you know, get to know the resources that are available, to reach out. That is definitely a tip that I would also tell my first year self coming in, um, to have a bit more faith in myself and I'll get more used to things. I was wondering if International Student Services also had any upcoming events um, for later on in the year. Uh, that you would want to let students know about and building that would help them build community or find a community on campus? Uh, well, right now, as COVID has dictated over the last year and a half, two years now, is everything is always kind of up in the air. Uh, so uh, we're currently in the process of uh, scheduling our winter term uh, programs, webinars, and this year, just now, uh, we got approval to go forward with our winter break club. It is an annual tradition, and uh, we have a gingerbread house making contest. Uh, Montreal uh, Tourism come to talk about all there is to do in Montreal over the winter holiday period. Um, in terms of events in the spring, uh, again, because of how COVID and the pandemic, well, the pandemic has dictated uh, the rules and regulations and, and moving forward and backwards, uh, our in-person events, we tend to schedule 
about a month ahead. Uh, and then, but most of our immigration programming and advising is uh, online. That being said, appointments are both online and in person. In terms of program that we've done so far in person, Aditi has led the bite-sized tours, which we're hoping to offer again in January as part of orientation. Uh, I believe we're doing one of the mountain uh, and all the winter activities that happen at the top of the mountain. And then a foodie walking tour that will explore uh, some of the food culture of the plateau area, like the bagels and the chocolate scene um, and the chocolate history, the food history. Uh, and and we've heard a lot of great feedback that students who participate in the bite-sized tours end up meeting friends that they continue to develop uh, further lifelong friendships with. Uh, it's a nice informal activity where people literally meet new people at the beginning of the semester. And, and I find that some of those friendships have a really good lasting potential. Uh, and then, uh, so yeah, so we'll see what comes up in the in the spring or the winter semester, depending on weather and, and regulations. Uh, and, and also traditionally over the summer, we used to do uh, pre-COVID weekly or monthly uh, exploring Montreal groups. So we've done things like the jazz festival, the comedy festival, the food trucks. And so again, we'll, we'll see what the summer 2022 looks like and, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to explore the city as a group of international students again. Uh, Aditi, you're welcome to add anything that you think is relevant. I think you said it all, Emily. So as a foodie myself, this these events are very enticing. And I was wondering if these were these events were strictly reserved for international students or would other McGill students be able to participate? So the webinars and the immigration uh, workshops, a Canadian student wouldn't be interested in that because it's simply not relevant uh, to their experience. But the social events... Uh, it depends. Uh, traditionally, you know, we, we like uh, everyone to integrate together. Um, but again, if the numbers are lower, our first priority will be international students. But there are times where people want to bring a friend. And, and uh, again, if the restrictions in the numbers uh, and capacity enable us to have uh, everyone come, that's, that's fine. Uh, I, I don't like to say no to people coming to our events. Yeah, and I'll also add to that. Um... Like from examples from this year's uh, bite-sized tours, we did prioritize new, um, like first-year new students. But again, if we had space, uh, and as I've already said, people want to bring friends, and if we have space because of uh, the limit of people that we can accommodate, if that limit, you know, the space, we can um, accommodate current international students too. And that being said, actually, for orientation in fall 2021, uh, we invited both cohorts of fall 2020 and fall 2021, uh, especially because the students from fall 2020 uh, didn't have the same opportunity to meet students in person. So, uh, so we, we targeted both cohorts. That sounds great. I will definitely keep an eye open to see when the next foodie events are from International Student Services. You both already mentioned the social media campaigns, listservs, and Facebook. Would you both be 
okay with giving a shout out to your social media pages and how students can sign up for those. Aditi, you can take the the realm on, the the reins on that. One. I think with the newsletters, our newsletters are sent out to all international students, and if those newsletters are specifically uh, about orientation, they are sent out to all newly admitted international students. And I think with that, uh, the only thing I would say is please check your uh, junk mailbox. And right now, I guess we have an other inbox and a focused inbox. So please check everything because we will uh, like you will be receiving it. You might just not come across it. Um, for our um, social media, yes, you can follow us on Instagram. I guess we go by ISS McGill. And uh, we also have our Facebook page, International Student Services by McGill University. We also have a Facebook group. So this is for um, all the participants of International uh, Student Body Program. So uh, both volunteers and new students are welcome to join uh, this uh, like Facebook group. And um, yeah, we use that Facebook group to promote some of the events and programming that we're doing. And again, the role of the Facebook group is also to foster community within the participants of the buddy program. And they do like reach out to each other when they have to. So as our final question, I was wondering how international students were able to make a connection and join the communities with broader McGill student community. You know, what's funny is uh, just a, about a week or two ago, we posted the international student citizenship chart and it went pretty viral. Uh, there was over a thousand uh, likes and, and over a hundred shares and comments on the McGill uh, Facebook page. And it showed the over 150 countries of students that are represented here at McGill with the number of students from each country. And so you saw students in the comments trying to connect with the other students from their countries. You know, oh, 186 students represented. Where are you? Um, but uh, unfortunately, our office can't share those uh, emails with people because of strict uh, Quebec confidentiality laws. But uh, you know, we Aditi and I both talked about the Buddy Program and the First Friend Program and our social events, the Bite Size events. Uh, we had a pumpkin carving event uh, in the fall. Um, and, you know, in the summer, I find that we, we tend to get... Uh, a group of students uh, who who keep coming back and they they develop uh, a camaraderie, if you will, by uh, continuing to come to these events over the summer. I mean, I think what, what ISS does is we facilitate these events so that people can come and meet new people. And then once people feel uh, like they've made some connections, then students take that and and make them their own. Uh, Aditi, you're welcome to talk about, you know, personal experience or what you've seen by facilitating some of these events. Yes. So with regards to the events, um, I'll say um, going on the walking tours, I did see people, uh, there, there were different dynamics and different tours. Sometimes people were talking to everybody. Sometimes people had their favorites and they were talking to them. And recently I was going on campus and I just saw a duo who was uh, like two people who were there on the bite-sized tours and they were walking together and chatting. So it was, I was happy to see that after two months, they're still friends and talking to each other, which was really nice. Um, I'll also add with the buddy program, um, we've set the program in such a way that a buddy volunteer can uh, be matched with five, up to five new international students so oftentimes what happens is if all those five new students uh, agree, they often meet up together. 
So apart from like being connected to an upper year uh, volunteer, they're also connected with other new students. And we also had our socials, online socials um, during the summer where like we had different trivia set up. So getting to know Montreal and uh, we, I had um, a few people join in a number of times. So they got to know each other too. So we had these monthly socials and um, yeah, so those are some personal anecdotes I have seen from the work. Can I add two programs that I didn't mention before? We have a program that we administer for the, about the last four summers. It's the McGill-UCAC, University of Quebec at Chicoutimi French Immersion Program. GT is a former participant. And pre-pandemic and hopefully summer of 22, um, we're hoping that the program will go back to being in person because what happens is it's a fully funded French immersion program for international students at the undergraduate level um, and also graduate students in engineering. And what they would do is they would go to Shakunami, they'd stay with the host family, and they would take these uh, immersive French courses in the morning and then they'd do these activities all throughout the Lac Saint-Jean region. Uh, And definitely from the reports that I heard, people absolutely form friendships with each other and other students from across Canada and really improve their French so that they could be able to stay in Quebec if that's what they wish to do after graduation. And another resource that uh, that I failed to mention before was we have a local wellness advisor for international students. So for students who may be feeling isolated or um, you know, not connecting, or maybe stress about immigration experiences, uh, they can reach out to her. Her name is Joss Porter, and she does one-on-one counseling, if you will, or uh, advising students about transitional issues and a number of other topics as well. And you can find all the information for how to sign up and what types of services she offers and programs as well uh, through uh, the Student Wellness Hub. Aditi, I don't know if you wanted to add anything about UCAC since, uh, or the McGill UCAC program since you were a former participant. Yeah, so with the UCAC program, I was part of the online cohort. So it was a it was a very interesting experience because um, it was actually very tough. But the fact that it's not graded or anything, I mean, you just you're just there to learn and not to worry about grades too much. So if, if you can ignore your grades and actually spend your time learning, it was a pretty immersive experience, even if, if it was online, because we had three hours of daily classes with additional optional cultural activities and fun activities, everything in French. So it was a really nice um, experience, I would say. Difficult, tough, but nice experience. That sounds like great tips and great programs, Joss. Porter was actually on our LLAW Local Wellness Advisor episode last semester. So they were able to tell us a lot of great things um, about like international student services and getting access to resources as well. Um, Aditi, would you be able to tell students some tips, especially first year students and second year students that are, it's their first time on campus, how you were able to kind of make friends coming out of COVID outside of like international student services programs. I know that's often things students are confused or worried about being like, how do I social network after coming out of COVID? Like, what is McGill like? And as an upper year who seems to have great resources and tips, I was wondering if you had any for the first years. Yeah, absolutely. Outside of ISS, I would say go to any events or programs organized by the university, be it department, be it the student societies, just 
Um, those are like best and easiest ways to get involved. The only thing is that you need to reach the websites or, you know, those registration links. That's the most you have to do. And you can uh, look out on my involvement for these kinds of events. And um, so in these events, I, what I like the most about these um, university held events are one, they're usually on or around the campus and you get to meet other students like you who are equally clueless about, you know, making friends and wanting to make friends. So, um, and obviously, McGill students, you can also find someone from your country. And one event that I went that was not from ISS, I found a person who came from literally the same apartment that I lived uh, in India. So that was uh, really interesting. So yeah, um, finding people like that. I would also say getting involved with student societies. Another tip would be to also reach out to your classmates um, through Facebook groups or anything. You might find a person that you really connect with and then you can start hanging out with them later on. You know, uh, meeting uh, Montreal has really great cafes. So if you're going to want to go out for a coffee, for a brunch, there's a lot to do. So you can find a buddy and uh, it, it depends. So if you want to meet a lot of people, you can uh, go to places where there will be a lot of people. But if you just want to have low-key one or two friends and just hang out, um, so I think uh, reaching out to your classmates could be a good way. Um, also, uh, UA, University Advancement, they generally every summer organized a series of McGill send-offs. And when they were in person, uh, one of our former student workers at ISS, uh, he met his roommate at one of the send-offs. And uh, that's a great way to meet people in person. Hopefully they'll be going back to in-person in 2022. Uh, so that's another place to meet people from your, they do it regionally or by country or in the US, they do it by city. Yeah, that's so cool. It seems like the world is so big and yet it's actually so small. Everyone's kind of interlinked to each other. I think, Aditi, that was like a great comment you made that everyone, every McGill student is equally clueless and just wants to meet someone new. And so I think those are great tips for first years and second years who might be a bit more intimidated to kind of reach out and make the first gesture to get to know classmates or other people on campus. I want to thank you both so much for coming on this week's, uh, this episode uh, about creating community for international students. Thank you. And everyone should go follow your social media campaigns. And if they're international students, look out for your listeners. Thank you both. Thanks for listening to Studenting. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback about this episode or the show in general, you can reach us at student.services at mcgill.ca. If you want to know what resources are available to you as a McGill student, hit the link in our show notes for Ask McGill. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and make sure to follow Student Services on social media at McGillStuServe to keep up with everything we're doing. Join us next week for a conversation about 2SLGBTQIA history at McGill, building intergenerational campus communities and expanding ideas of inclusivity with queer McGill.